made it through the week. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, man. 16th day of July, 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are ready to go for a Friday for you. A life lesson is on tap for today. Another chance to win some tickets to the Snake River Stampede. Opening night, of course, brought to you by the X Rocks. Tickets are on sale now at snakeriverstampede.com, but you can win them for free with Pop Culture Smackdown. Plus, that happens to be brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer, an opportunity to get qualified for a $500 gift card to the Lifetime Store as well. Uh, that's going to play into some of the things we have to talk about this morning. The Lifetime Store and things that you would buy at it, of course. We also have a little bit of Send News action. Josh Zanzo is going to come in here today. We're going to give away a cool little thing that they are going to talk about. Water conservation is a big topic of discussion. We talked about that yesterday. That topic will continue into today. And we'll also have some fun and excitement. You're all by yourself this weekend, right? No. Well, I mean, you're, 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 uh, you're a bachelor. No. I thought you said the wife was out of town. She was. She came back oh, yesterday. Oh, I thought she was out of town for the whole weekend. Nope. Nice. Well, what did you do with yourself while she was out of town? Uh, regular, regular working schedule, sir. Regular programming. So nothing. Nothing special? No. Uh, what should I do? I don't know, man. Uh, maybe because the wife's not around, you have a chance to catch up on TV shows that you know you're not going to watch together. I did that. Uh, well, yeah, but that's, but I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else that you don't normally do? You don't like the, uh, the opportunity to, uh, to go out and maybe hang out with a friend? I did that the week before. <laughs> right, right, right. So you're only allowed to hang out with one friend per week. That's what we're talking about? I mean, no, I can hang out with friends whenever I want, but, you know, I'm still under, uh, working under the, uh, the guys here that were in a pandemic. I'm not going out and doing a lot of stuff. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I understand. But, you know, I wasn't saying you should throw a rager. Oh, okay. I think there's yeah, a I, did, I, did, I decided not to do the rave. Smart. The downtown rave. Rave at an empty building. Did you ever go to a rave, Big J, in your Big J history? Like an honest-to-God rave? Yeah, for about five minutes. Not your scene? Nope. You weren't on enough drugs? It wasn't on any. Yeah, those make raves hard to stop. <laughs> On top of all that stuff today, we also play some music. We'll kick things off with The Offspring. Kids aren't all right here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Important stuff. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate and we all deserve a break from the weather unfortunately we're not going to get one dude when when it will it's permanent yeah the rest of the pacific northwest by the way has gone back to normal not us uh not only is it going to be one of those weekends where it's crazy you can expect additional smoke to be pouring into the treasure valley as well so basically for the entire weekend the air quality is going to suck as well yeah we're in an oven here yeah yeah it's uh it's very smoky you can barely see the mountains as you're driving into the treasure valley so forecasters with the national weather service and the idaho department of environmental quality issued a anticlimactic forecast for this weekend more of the same it's going to be hot smoky conditions it's pretty much what's plague boys in the last couple of weeks Basically, temperatures will reach a high of about 96 today before going to 99 on Saturday and then 103 on Sunday. That's nearly 10 degrees above average for this time of year. And Sunday's high could climb more if wildfire smoke clears. Smoke in the atmosphere helps mitigate temperatures slightly, according to 
you know, pretty much everybody. So apparently, uh, if we could, if we get some clearage of the smoke, we could chance to break the record of the high temperature ever on Sunday, which is 106. So who knows, dude? The point is, you know, they're saying that basically it's going to be hot and smoky the rest, at least for the next five days. And then they're saying there might be some thunderstorms that come in on Monday or Tuesday that could help clear out some of the smoke. But listen, you know what thunderstorms bring, right? Uh, rain. Yes, Yay, but also rain. the potential of additional Thunder. fires. Yes, no, Thunder. lightning too, don't forget. Oh. Uh, which caused wildfires. So it's a whole other issue altogether. Hey, baseball's got a real mess on his hands, Big J. What else is new? Oh, boy. They had to cancel last night's Red Sox-Yankees game because a bunch of Yankees tested positive for the coronavirus on their COVID-19 tests. And so... Now you've got a problem because that was during the All-Star break, right? But one of them who tested positive is Aaron Judge, who played at the All-Star game just a couple days ago, which now means that if he was positive for COVID-19, he could have basically come in contact with a bunch of different players from a bunch of different teams, and this could be a full-on mess. At least six Yankees uh, players tested positive in their pregame tests for COVID-19 yesterday. That's why they canceled the game. So we'll see what's going on. Uh, and uh, either way, it's not a good situation, but it's not the first time baseball's handled this, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Speaking of COVID, that's going to be the reason that Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards will miss the Olympics. He tested positive for the coronavirus. He's putting put into health and safety protocols with Tokyo already hitting the panic button and, uh, you know, not trying to mess around with this COVID stuff, thinking they're barely going to get the Olympics off the ground anyway. Uh, he's not allowed to go, period. So basically, they, the uh, not only is Bradley Beal out, but they canceled the game they were supposed to play against Australia tonight in an abundance of caution. And so we'll see what ends up happening there. USA Team USA has got an opening as well because he's not headed to Tokyo. And we don't know what's going on with the Stone Temple Pilots either. Uh, that joins us in the same category as the band, at least according <laughs> to Robert DeLeo. When Guitar World Magazine asked him what's next for the band, he's like, well, we're still trying to figure that out. These are interesting times. The people that are in this business of entertainment are the last to kind of shove off on what we used to be doing. So we're kind of at the mercy of seeing where this all takes us. He's hopeful to see what's going to happen here and hopefully the light at the end of the tunnel as well. Uh, as far as I know, the band still has that, I mean, I don't know his name, but they have a new lead singer, right? That's part of the group. Yeah. So Jim they're not, Jeff Gutt. They're not talking about lineup changes, are they? Who knows? I guess nobody does. If you are wondering what's officially next for the band, they're releasing the 25th anniversary issue of Tiny Music, Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop, on the 23rd of this month. It's a three-disc deluxe edition that features remastered versions of the original album, alternate versions of mixes of several songs, and a complete concert taped in Florida in March of 97. So, that's the goodies that's coming out officially for the band. New music-wise, nobody really knows. On the morning after, with Nick and Big J. Yeah, I figured I'd throw out a little bit of uh, relationship advice here, Nick, uh, for everybody out there. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned it, uh, I think, a few times, but marriage, uh, to me, is uh, a partnership as much as just being in love with somebody. And uh, I've been really lucky. I've got a great partner. She has been supportive of me in a, in a lot of ways and a lot of the things that I've wanted to do 
Uh, you know, here at work, whether it be, uh, you know, I need somebody to go to concert with, etc. I mean, she was always there, even though, you know, some of the bands might not be her favorite. She always was willing to come along and uh, hang out, uh, whether it be me entering into things like uh, this uh, Alzheimer's Association work that I've been doing, obviously fully behind me, supporting me, whatever I, I, I need. And then with the Pampered Chef, I mean, I think most of that was her idea, but she's very, very supportive. So... All the silly things I want to do, too, whether it be the streaming and the internets, playing games. She's always been there to support all the stuff that I want to do. And I'm very, very lucky to have her there to do that. And and I feel like it's necessary and 100% in order for you to have a successful uh, partnership that you need to repay that whenever you can. And encourage your partner to do things that they feel like they want to go out and do. And I've seen in my own personal eyes, some people not do those things, and I can't believe it. But uh, I like to support her, and, and she has, uh, for a while now, been pretty passionate about doing photography. Uh, she's got a photography page with a partner. Uh, it's called Abandoned Idaho, and they go around to uh, different places in the state of Idaho, and uh, they take pictures of... Uh, you know, uh, abandoned structures that are crumbling. They're going to be lost to time here pretty soon. Most of them barns and farmhouses and things like that. And they take pictures of them and they post them on social media. And uh, now they're <clears throat> starting to sell those. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, I, I uh, they we were talking early this morning about, you know, how the wife is gone. She was gone last week. Yeah. They went up to North Idaho to take some pictures. And, you know, uh, and, and that means that even when it's, you know, maybe not the most favorable time to, to help somebody do something, Nick. Oh, like within 100 degrees out. Uh, they, there's uh, this big show happening out in Emmett, the uh, Emmett uh, Classic Car and Shine thing. So they're going to be out there selling their photography. But, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to be like, listen, I'm here for whatever you need. You need me? Then uh, go ahead and use me in some capacity, uh, even if I have to go and sweat to the oldies. What do you have to do? I don't know probably just set up maybe hang out there for a while it's happening uh saturday yet tomorrow uh for a good portion of the day but uh you know those sort of things are when it comes to buying cameras and, and stuff that's expensive sure. things like that i'm just like you know what you do what you need to do and i'm excited that she has something that she loves and passionate about uh and, and every any way possible i can to support that i, I want to try to repay all the kindness that she's shown me that's smart. Those are the simple things that you can do in a relationship and in a marriage to, to help things along. And um, I, I think that that's something that uh, a lot of people can maybe learn from. There you go. Helping each other out. Common courtesy, Big J, sometimes. Returning the favor, as it were. And encouraging, you know. I mean, sometimes it's, it's difficult when you're doing, especially creative stuff. You know, I mean, you, you need to have that encouragement and not, not judgment. Like, you know to say hey look at this and i'm like well I, I like this and i like that one i i get that often with the pictures and things like that but it's like you know those are personal <clears throat> opinions on things but more importantly that can get you into trouble too so you got to be careful about what you say just like when i ask her an opinion about something you know and she'll uh you know she'll tell me what she thinks maybe sometimes too much so and i'm like yeah <laughs> but i like this now i don't i'm the creator come on you're supposed to just agree with whatever i do damn it so you need to keep that in mind as well. Sometimes people just look for affirmation as well. You're absolutely right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson. Here's 
news traffic. Important stuff, we're going to hell all on the way, but first, we gotta check out the TDS Fiber Traffic Center, brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise CB. It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Nampa and Boise. The connect... Important stuff. Important stuff brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, it's been a rough time for some people the last 18 months or so, specifically with anxiety and depression and just sometimes not feeling all too great. So maybe it's for your health. At least according to the Institute for Human Development, after a bunch of recent studies, they've discovered that, you know what? You're probably inside too much if you have these feelings. Odds are, if you've got a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, you have a hard time leaving your house, which is understandable, or you've been forced to stay in your house for a long period of time, whatever the case may be. But if you are spending a lot of time sitting on your duff, watching TV, in your house, dealing with stuff, you're probably not doing yourself any favors. And you should regularly try to spend a little time outdoors. That way you're doing something nice for your brain and your well-being. Uh, They basically figured out that the longer period of time that you spend outside, the better it is for your overall mental health. Researchers positively connected time spent outdoors with a part of the brain that involved planning and regulation of actions as well as cognitive control. So it's healthy for your brain as well. Apparently, our brain structure and mood improves when we spend time outdoors. This also likely affects concentration, working memory, and the psyche as a whole. And so they are going to continue to do some more studies about it so they can see exactly how deep that connection is. But spending some time outside could be very good for your health, mentally and otherwise. So think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's hard when it's super hot and super smoky outside, (laughs) but the point remains. Sometimes it's better than being all cooped up. Big J, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady played the entire 2020 season with a torn left MCL, even as he led Tampa Bay to a Super Bowl victory in his first year with the team. The NFL Network reported that yesterday. TampaBay.com reported that Brady injured his knee during his final season with the New England Patriots and apparently got worse with the 2020 season with the Bucs. He had surgery to repair the MCL in late February, shortly after the Super Bowl win, so he should be firing in all cylinders. But I guess the question becomes, how does he pass the physical for the Tampa Bay free agent signing if he had a torn MCL? Unless it was just initially injured there and he didn't tear it until he was with the team. And then we all know that NFL teams cover up injuries and don't talk about it and then pump their players full of God knows what's they can get on the field. He's pumping his full of vegan food. Uh, whatever worked, it worked. He got out That's there. Crazy, got the man. job done. It's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's out here on one leg. Yeah, I mean, he's never been mobile, so it's not like he's been running around a whole hell of a lot. But either way, not an easy thing to do at all. Man. And still win the Super Bowl because of it. Big J, uh, you know, I kind of had thought that everything was all set and good to go just because there was already film production happening on Indiana Jones number five. But Antonio Banderas has been added to the cast of the film. In the fifth installment of the Indiana Jones franchise, of course, Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and Mads Mikkelsen already involved. The film is set to debut July 29th, 2022, although that could be moved. Production is currently underway. They're filming everything other than the Harrison Ford parts right now because he's out until at least September while he recovers from shoulder surgery. So he's dealing with that, but I kind of, I don't know if it's late in the game or they decided to recast the part or something happened. Maybe they decided they needed more star power. I don't know. 
but Antonio Banderas is in the fold. I mean, we got a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be playing one of the aliens. Because Antonio Banderas isn't young. No, no, nobody is. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. Congratulations. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, we had an incident in Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock? That all could have been remedied if dudes would just stop being creeps. You know what I mean? Oh, we can't do that. I mean, it, it was a whole situation that unfolded, but I mean, I guess technically this dude's got nobody to blame but himself. So uh, we go there. His name is Brian Reams. He's 32 years old. This whole thing went down last week in central Arkansas. And basically, uh, I'll put it this way. So in a world full of weird-ass kinks that are out there, you know what I mean? We've yeah, we've talked, talked about a lot. Yes, there's a lot of weird kinks out there. And I guess if you're ranking kinks on a, on a scale of, oh, my God, what have you done, to that's somewhat palatable. I'm guessing foot fetish ranks a little bit towards the palatable situation. Almost right? mainstreamish. <laughs> right, right. At least it appears in the mainstream. Correct, correct. Now, uh, I don't believe that there's anything wrong with having a kink and what happens between two consenting adults is nobody's business but their own. But it starts to get into real creepy territory when you are hanging outside of a convenience store in Conway, Arkansas, and you start uh, walking up or uh, talking to ladies and just saying, hey, listen, you mind if I touch your feet? What do you, what do you think about that? And that's the situation that, that Brian Reeves found himself in last week. He was just confronting women as they were walking into or out of convenience stores and asking them at least to five separate women, hey, 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 hey. You mind if I touch your feet? And that's really, really weird. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. No, it's creepy. Yes. Uh, it's not something that should be done at all. Uh, and then the situation got taken to another level because there's something you need to know about Brian Reeves, Big J. And that is that this gentleman doesn't have any arms, okay? He had them uh, removed because of situations that are not uh, in going into detail in the particular article that I'm reading. Thank goodness. And so uh, when Brian walked up to the last lady that he confronted and said, Hey, do you mind if I touch your feet? Your feet? She called him a bad name. And then said, quote, what are you going to touch them with? And that's when Brian got upset, Big J. Uh, not to the point where he did anything physical, but to the point where he started causing a scene. As if he already did it. Like, he started to feign like he was incredibly insulted. Well, it almost like, sounded like she, she was flirting with him. Uh, yeah, but not if you call somebody a, a, a bad name before then. You know what I mean? Was it, it a foot fetish name? I cannot say the name. It wasn't printed. No. It was like, a, you know, expletive deleted kind of thing. <clears throat> and so I believe she was basically telling him to buzz off and trying to be a jerk because he had said something incredibly creepy and weird to her, which is right. But uh, then to act like you're all insulted by it is another thing altogether. Like, I feel like you have removed the how dare you insult me veil the second you walk up to somebody and ask them the creepiest thing you could possibly Yeah, ask. yeah. And so uh, the, the convenience store finally called the police. The police showed up. They uh, The woman that was there explained everything that happened. And it was Brian who ended up getting arrested on harassment charges because that's really, really weird to do that. So there's that. Something that you should not do. 
Number one, be super creepy. Number two, act like you're insulted when you're actually not. And you put yourself in that entire situation anyway. Yeah, though I feel some creepy dudes have no idea that they're being creepy. Yeah, but you have to know that if you walk up to uh, five different women and ask them to touch their feet and they all react negatively to you, that you're probably not on the right side of history. Yeah, and you don't work at a radio station and it's not a morning show stunt. <laughs> Correct. Those are, they're, they're extenuating circumstances for every situation. This one was not one of those, in case you're curious. Did you actually ask women to touch their feet? No, no, but... Okay, just making I sure. I did plenty of creepy things in the, I know you the did. morning show. I know you did. Uh, and I also know you're not proud of any of them. <laughs> yeah, I do look back upon that in a shameful, <laughs> shameful way. So there's that as well. And so do they. Morning after the women that you approach? No, Bill and Tilly. Oh. The morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. <laughs> Everclear, father of mine here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Are you ready to enter the world of the hypothetical with me? Yeah, man. Wonderful. Hypothetical. I have a question for you. Would you like to live the rest of your life on a colony in Mars? No. How come? Uh, there's no there's no fast food joints. Well, no listen, restaurants. There's if, no nothing on Mars. You, I'm not saying this is like a Watchmen situation. We're just going to plant you there on a rock and you're on your own. I'm talking about it's an actual... The, the colonization of Mars is a thing. Think of it more like a uh, like a, a, a Total Recall situation. Where like it's not exactly like complete chaos, but there's, there's, there's a system in place there. And it is somewhat comparable to here. So there's nightclubs and strip joints and all that stuff. Uh, Regular Americana. Yeah. You have all the necessities that you need, Big J. Yes, correct. Uh, that you, you know, currently have. Here's the thing. Uh, they're going to need radio stations, uh-huh. obviously. You would think. So they're going to... So yeah. Why not? Okay. I'm in. You change your... Now that you know that there's actual restaurants now, and yeah. food. Now that I know I'm not digging in some cave trying to live some sort of... You would give up Earth and move to Mars. You're saying yes to this. I, I mean, sure. Okay. Hypothetically speaking. Yes, of course. Hypothetically yeah. speaking, you have an interest to be there. And I was surprised at how many Americans said, yeah, let's do it. The answer is 25% of Americans, when asked if they would want to live in a colony on Mars for the rest of their lives and not return to Earth, 25% said yes. Yeah. Now, do I want to go be Ripley and go there first? No. Yeah, no, that's not part of the poll. You're yeah, okay. no, You're no, I, I, I want to, after we've uh, destroyed and, and killed all the aliens that are on Mars, all that stuff, yeah, then I'll go. Okay, all right. Well, uh, it certainly it makes sense, Big J, uh, because a lot more men said yes to it than women did. Uh, 31% of men surveyed said, yep, they're down for it. 20% of women, that's it, said, uh, yeah, we do it. That averaged out to about 25% of Americans saying they want to live on Mars if given the opportunity. Uh, the younger end of the, th- the spectrum is the ones that really brought up the numbers. 45% of those 18 to 34 said, yeah, Earth had a good run, but I'm out. Uh, 35 to 54, 25% of us said, yep, we're, we would be out of here. And 11%, 55 or older, said, sure, I'll live out the rest of my days on Mars. Why not? I mean, the legacy I want to live behind, leave behind is, is um, you know, not destroying one planet, but destroying two. Yeah, you might as well go for the gusto, right? Yeah. So there's all that involved in it. And uh, the reason most commonly given as to why they want to give up on it, quote, they're sick of people. That's what it boils down to. Uh, But fair warning, you know, 25% of Americans move to Mars. That would still be an ass load of Americans in Mars. 
And you'd probably get... And if we're being honest, you know, it's not going to be like we're going to have the whole planet, right? Yeah. We're going to have to set up certain places that is going to be okay for us and safe for us to go and breathe. We don't want our eyes poking out of our heads like Total Recall. <laughs> squirming around on the surface of Mars. That'd be no fun. So you'd be in a finite amount Quaid. of space with a bunch of people. And then, then you'd have to open your mind and see what happens when you're over there in Mars. And hopefully it works out for everybody that decides to go. But that's a lot more of us than I thought would say, yep, I'm ready to, uh, to look at Earth in the rearview mirror and set up shop on Mars. But people apparently you? are ready. No, I don't think so. Oh. I think I'm good here. Uh, number one, I don't think that would be like an enjoyable flight. Like we haven't, unless you're imagining that we have uh, basically perfected Cairo or you know sleeping in chambers, so that we could get from one place to the next, it wouldn't be like forever and well, a day to we, get to if Mars. We've, if we've set up a colony, colony and have all kinds of you know we've terraformed Mars, I, I'm thinking that we probably have that. Well, it doesn't say terraform. Now we haven't completely negotiated it to our environmental needs and wants, but. We'll see. Either way, nah, well, I'm even good. Even if we built a dome that's livable and we can have Taco Bells, then, you know, we, we probably mastered that cryogenic sleep to get there. You think? Yeah. You don't think that's a leap in logic? No. Okay. Fine. Uh, I, I made know. that leap naturally, so. <laughs> what is it, like three months to get there? Is that what it would be? I have no idea. I, I think, think it's, it's way. Like I think is it's it? like three years. Uh, is it that far away? Yeah, it is far. We got to look. I don't know. That's a pretty big disparity oh, between you and here. Oh, uh, no, it'll take you forever. No! On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, well, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, we have controversy in Hollywood. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, no. There is a movie out this weekend called Roadrunner. Uh, whether you love, Maybe. hate, or indifferent about him, you cannot deny the fact that Anthony Bourdain was a popular oh. personality. And the Roadrunner is a film about him and his life and uh, quite possibly at least addressing a little bit uh, about his mental health issues and his death as well. And it was put together by a pretty, you know, well-documented documentary filmmaker named Morgan Neville. But Morgan has done something that, boy, I hate, and I'm sure a lot of people out there will, whether or not they decide to see that movie or not. So what they've done is, you know, Morgan Neville decided he wanted to make a movie about Anthony Bourdain. Unfortunately, he never met him. So he spends a lot of the film talking to friends and obviously, you know, professional you know, I guess friends of Anthony Bourdain's, and they're talking about all sorts of different things. Mm -hmm. And what he's done is he has created what he calls an AI model of Anthony Bourdain's voice that you hear throughout the movie that is also mixed in with real audio and real quotes of Anthony Bourdain. So what he did is, like, if he has an email from Anthony Bourdain, he actually put some of that stuff through the AI model, if he heard stories of his friends telling him things, he made up the quotes from Anthony Bourdain and put them in the movie as well. And they're not really identified. So my point is, it's like a deep fake. Do you know what I'm saying? It makes it hard to find the stuff that he actually said with stuff that's hearsay. 
and maybe stuff that's also written down. And then you just assume that's what he said. Right. That is... That's how that's how hearsay becomes gospel and becomes fact, and that's yeah. where that's we why really it's so dangerous. wander into a really, really scary situation. And, of course, Anthony had been on television enough and done enough radio interviews and stuff where it was fairly easy to make an AI map of his voice, which means, Big J, we're like months away for I can get you to say pretty much anything. We can make an AI well, voice yeah. of yours probably no problem, and next thing you know, you're saying some really weird stuff. Or just stay at home. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can throw in yads from there, I suppose. And so there, yeah. there's an opportunity for people to do some really, really bad things. And so this is also a real dangerous world. And at what point do we stop categorizing something as a documentary when some of the stuff that's in there is just completely made up and put in because of it? But then again, aren't all documentaries, at least in some way, shape or form in that particular way? I, I mean, sure. It's all based on whoever the filmmaker and their vision for it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's usually a point of view that comes along with a movie that you see, and a documentary is going to certainly fall in line with that. Whether it changes during the course of the documentary or not is entirely up to the filmmaker, but it's still interesting that it's happening, and a lot of people aren't exactly happy about it in the new movie about Anthony Bourdain called Roadrunner. Last night's uh, scheduled between game between the New York Yankees and Boston Red Sox had to be postponed after there were positive COVID-19 tests on the Yankees. Apparently, Aaron Judge, who played in the All-Star game on Tuesday, was among six Yankees who tested positive for the coronavirus. Of course, uh, among them, Brian Cashman as well is said to be among the people. He's the general manager also out at the All-Star game on Tuesday. So there's some real issues about whether or not this thing is going to go around baseball. So we will see. But something to keep an eye on at the very least. Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers apparently played the entire 2020 season with a torn left MCL. Even as he led Tampa Bay to a Super Bowl victory in his first year with the team. The NFL Network reported that yesterday. Apparently he injured his knee during his final season with the Patriots. And then it got worse during the 2020 season with the Bucks. He had surgery in February to repair the MCL after they won the Super Bowl. And we now know what's up with Robert Downey Jr., Big J. According to Deadline, he will take on his first television role ever. At least starring in something since the days when he was a struggling actor. Uh, he will be the star of HBO's The Sympathizer. The show is an adaptation of the Pulitzer Prize-winning novel of the same name about the struggles of a half-French, half-Vietnamese communist spy during the final days of the Vietnam War and his exile in the United States. Apparently, they're doing a search for the lead, the title role. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is not playing the sympathizer. He'll be playing probably his United States emissary or something like that. Either way, uh, they are still searching for a cast. No premiere date yet, but Robert Downey Jr. signed on to star, so at least we know what he's up to next. When he's not Iron Man in it up, Big J. Hey, I'll be the sympathizer. This is what, I don't know if you qualify as half French, half Vietnamese, but good try. We. Here's traffic. Well, allez-vous français? You got the French part down. Gojira. <laughs> How about we take a look at the fun that is the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? It's brought to you by. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yes, indeed. Very cool here. Snake River Stampede is coming back. It's happening uh, next Tuesday as a kickoff. It's X night out there at the Fort Idaho Center, so it's going to be great. Uh, we also happen to have a chance for you to get qualified to win uh, 500 bucks from our friends at the Lifetime Store, which is an awesome uh, place to go get things, especially if you're outdoors uh, style. The Lifetime sty uh, style is, is in full effect there at the Lifetime Store. And it's all brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. 
seltzer. Uh, the ex and uh, Mike's Her Lemonade Seltzer getting together. Uh, I, to me, it's a uh, marriage in heaven, Nick. The seltzers. With Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yes. Makes sense to me. Hard seltzer with flavors. Please drink responsibly. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play the game called Pop Culture Smackdown, you are guaranteed to get some Snake River Stampede tickets if you defeat Big J, and then you're qualified for that grand prize courtesy of Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer if you can make it happen. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first. Travis Barker is the drummer for this pop punk band. Rage Against the Machine? Wrong. Mm. Not Rage Against the Machine. Sorry, Dennis. Thank Not a pop a punk band. Hello, The X. It's Brad. Good morning. Good morning. We need to know Travis Barker is the drummer for this pop punk band. Uh, Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. 182, Blink 182. Right. Blink 182 is correct. Big J, Nick Kroll created this cartoon about growing up for Netflix. Um. Big me? Big Wrong. 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 You got the first word right. Big That's about it. trouble. Wrong. Big body part. Big arm. Wrong. Big. D- don't. You're never going to get there. Wrong. Congratulations, man. You oh. got yourself. Well, go ahead. Big brain. Wrong. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Big head. Wrong. Oh, you're closer. Big foot. Nope. Wrong. I almost want to keep going, but uh, do you happen to know the answer, sir? What was the question again? Nick Kroll created this cartoon about growing up for Netflix. Oh, I don't know. Uh, big dude, I don't know. Wrong. Big nose? Big mouth. Right. Big mouth. Well, I was getting there. Big mouth. Yeah, I mean, another 10 minutes, you totally would have got there. Uh, congratulations, man. Snake River Stampede tickets are yours for opening night on the 20th, and you are also uh, qualified for that grand prize as well, courtesy of Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. Very disappointed my children are right now with me. They it's love a, uh, they love Big Mouth. It's a very good show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your headlines are next in the X-Rock. <laughs> Headlines brought to you by Snake River Stampede. Opening night, 100.3. The X is all over the 106 Snake River Stampede. Join up with us July 20th when it all busts loose. You can win tickets and check out some schedules at snakeriverstampede.com or win your way in for free by doing what you're doing already, which is listening to 100.3. The X rocks. We'll have more tickets for you next week here on the morning after. Headlines are as follows. Wake up. How nice. And this should come in handy. How nice. Never trust somebody who's rude to the waiter, Big J. Oh, yeah. Mass Live reports that a Massachusetts restaurant shut down for most of a day last week in order to give its workers a break from the jerky customers. Brandy Castellano, who owns Apartment Cape Cod with her spouse, said the restaurant closed for most of the day on July the 8th so that they could deep clean and so the employees could actually enjoy a day of kindness. It was posted on the restaurant's Facebook page. The announcement about temporary enclosure included a reminder that many of the staff are young. It's their first job or a summer job to help pay for college. And that, of course, people were being incredibly rude to them during the course of business the day before. So they're like, you know what? Nobody gets anything. We're going to shut things down and give our restaurant the day off just so they can actually relax. So this is one of those things that businesses feel like they need to do. And it's probably a nice little way to remind all of us to be a little bit better to people. Uh, yeah. Couldn't couldn't hurt at all. 
if we all were a little bit nicer, but uh, I don't expect that to stick and stay. I know too much about us already to figure that out, but it is nice to know that some people care, and uh, maybe we don't be jerks to people that are bringing our food. How about that? Agreed. Wake up, or this should come in handy. Wake up. You gotta be careful where you sleep, Big J. I've been telling you that for years. The New York Police Department says that a 32-year-old man fell asleep on the front stoop of his Brooklyn apartment around 4.30 in the morning on July 2nd, and he was robbed not once, but twice. A short time later, a man approached him and took his messenger bag that contained a laptop. Then, just after 5 a.m., another man approached the victim and took his phone and wallet from his pants pocket. That man then used the victim's debit card to make unauthorized purchase at a store a short time later. Uh, the incident was caught on camera. That's how they know he was mugged twice. They're still not sure. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Like, I mean, I get like it's 4.30 and so you're super tired. But you're obviously coming home from somewhere because you have your laptop and your bag, right? So how do you crash out like on the front stoop of your apartment building? Unless you pass out from something. Yeah. Which is not in the story. He very well might have. But, like, I can't imagine a New York City apartment stoop is a very A, comfortable, B, easy place to fall asleep in. Like, you have to try. Unless you're, uh, you know, you have narcolepsy or something like that. Then who knows? Or you're real sleepy. That could be. But, I mean, that must mean, like, you're super close to your apartment, right? If you're on the stoop of it, just go inside, man. Crash on the bed. Wrap it up with this should come in handy. Let me introduce you, Big J, to the new Jeep Wrangler Extreme Recon. It can drive through 33.6 inches of water, my friend. Ooh. But don't be surprised if future Jeeps may be able to go much deeper than that. During a recent electric vehicle presentation by Jeep's parent company, a Wrangler was depicted driving while fully submerged underwater. And that vision can now become a reality. According to Jeep CEO, there's a little wink we have at the end, which is possibly post-2030, but I know a lot of enthusiasts and a lot of communities are requesting it, so just know the Jeep engineers are hard at work to make sure that driving underwater in a Jeep is something that you may be able to do. So how about that? Any ah. interest in a Jeep Marine? No. Huh? No. How come? I'm not going to say. Oh, you want to say something disparaging yeah, about the I'm makeup? Yeah, I won't say that about the... The Jeep brand. They're very popular, Big J. Lots of them Old on the streets. Jeeps are real popular. I don't know, man. I see a lot of new ones driving around, too. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Here's traffic. Coming up next, water conservation is a thing. Making sure you're doing the right thing in your lawn is not as easy as it looks. Well, now it is. Josh Zamzo is going to be coming in here next. We're going to talk about a brand new thing that he has invented and maybe helping out somebody in making sure their lawn is watered the right way. But first, <laughs> morning after with Nick and Big J, honor and privilege to welcome into the studio Josh Zamzo from Zamzo's. Thank you for coming in this morning, man. We appreciate it. I really appreciate you having me. You know, one of the big topics of discussion that we've been talking about on this show, it's been a big in the Treasure Valley is water conservation and making sure you're kind of being a little bit more cognitive of what you're doing and how much you're using on a pretty regular basis. And you have come up with a tool that can actually help homeowners with that, right? Right. Well, you know, one of the challenges that, that people face, and we hear customers all the time, we, the first 
first time they come in with a brown spot and we ask, how much water are you putting on your lawn? They always tell us time. Yeah. They always <laughs> say, you know, I'm watering 30 minutes, but time is not a measure of right. volume. Everybody's sprinkler system is different right. depending on overlap, the size of heads or whatever. And and if, if you can get to a place where you're putting one inch of water down two to three times per week, with as many days in between as possible, you're going to have enough water. That's what enough water means. Okay. And then, the, but 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 everybody's saying, well, I don't know. In my system, how do I do that? So this gauge, this there's four gauges in this water audit kit. They simply put them in the lawn and run the lawn station. Okay. You know, for for what if they run it for 30 minutes or whatever, run it, and then they can go out and measure in inches how much water is their system putting down. But I I like it even more. For you, everybody has a brown spot, and uh, <laughs> yeah. the default is they just water more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but so many times it's not water. So in a drought year where we're, we're uh, running out of water, somebody's got a bug or a fungus issue, and they're just watering it, making it worse. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of this, Joss. Uh, I just went into the Middleton Zamzos because that's where I live. Right. And uh, I have uh, I had my sprinkler guy was over. I have bill bugs. Right. Real bad. So right. I went and picked up a couple treatments for that. And it's those sort of things. It's gosh, it's why I, I don't know how we ever did lawns without you guys. To be perfectly honest, because whatever it is, I, I need to bring a patch of grass uh, right. in or whatever. The folks in your stores just know what's going on with your stuff. They are experts in it, and so these sort of things are really handy to have. And uh, I'm really glad that I know we can go pick up one of these at any of your stores, right? right? The right. water audit kit. And, and even if they don't come, I, I'm not as interested in selling water audit kits as if I can just get people to hear me. If you've got brown spots, it, it's probably not water. So when grass starts to get dry, it gets a slaty blue color and, um, and it looks wilty. Right. Uh, and, and that if you water it, it will pop back in 10 minutes. It will come back and look like normal grass. If you've got a brown spot or a dead spot, it's probably something else. And bring us a sample and let us help you. Don't just throw water at it because we're going to run out. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those deals where especially now it probably pays to know a little bit more about what's going on. And I'm sure a lot goes into making sure these water out of kits are something that people can be get access to. But also, you know, the other problems that could go with the lawn. This is where Zamzo's comes in handy you can just bring it in and go okay whatever this may be because i don't know at least somebody there could tell right. you what the difference is right right, right. if it, and then if i can leave everybody with just this one thing if you're watering every single day you've got to change that setup you've trained your lawn to have real shallow roots and the rumor is that water pressurized irrigation water might turn off as early as the first of september and if it does and people are watering every single day they could be facing thousands of dollars of lawn renovation next spring the whole lawn could be dead if we've got six or eight weeks of warm weather and yeah. no water yeah so so in the, if they will start watering deeper use the clay soil that we have get the water down deep and then have days in between the grass will send roots down to find the water and 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 this clay will hold water down there deeper so so if the water does turn off in september and the roots are down there their lawn it may look a little dry but it's going to survive this fall uh, and but they and they've got time if they start right now you got to stop improperly watering and start trying to build that drought muscle in the lawn and their lawns will be okay 
Uh, but we got to do it right now. That's yeah. why we're trying to trying to get this word out. Awesome. Makes sense. Well, that's why one of these water audit kits will come in handy to make sure you're doing it the right way or we'll understand what the right way is. So uh, Joss has been nice enough to bring one by that we can give away. If you want to have a shot at this, why don't you text in to the KQXR text line, which is 208-287-1003. Just text in Zamzo, and Big J will pick a winner, and we will give this to you uh, that you can check out your water audit kit and make sure that you're doing things the right way because we need all the help we can get in times like this. So yes, thank you for do. everything that you guys do. We appreciate it. Thanks for caring, guys. Of course. Best morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we have an awesome prize here for Bad Impressions this morning. Watson's Mystery Cafe and Spirits Live happens on Fridays. Uh, we've got a table for four, a dinner for four, and drinks for four. Uh, it is a spectacular event, and uh, we'll get you hooked up with these. Send them out uh, to you in the mail if you can figure out Bad Impressions here today. The number is 208-287-1003. You do have to be over 21. That's the catch. And also, these passes are good for any Friday throughout the end of the year. So you've got an opportunity to go on your own schedule as well. But these are no slouch. I mean, these are a pretty expensive prize. Yeah, they're worth some money. If you want to get in on this, now would be the time to do it for you and three friends to go check out some fun things on us. All you have to do is figure out the celebrity Big J's trying to be. He's got three clues. Around that celebrity, uh, they all are supposed to be. And if you can figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, then boom, look at you. Going to check out some fun on us. Hello, the X. Yeah, bad impressions, huh? Yes, we're trying. What's your name, man? Uh, Mike. All right, Mike. Good luck. My musical game is still huge in Germany. No clue. Next one. <laughs> I, I landed on the world stage starring in Knight Rider and Baywatch. David Hasselhoff. There you yeah, go, man. Yeah, good job, man. Good job. Hang on there, Mike. We'll hook you up with that big old prize. Uh, what was Clue 3 just for fun? My A&E series called The Hasselhoffs was canceled after only two episodes. Uh, boy, I sure hope you would have gotten it after that third clue. But why is David Hasselhoff in the news? <laughs> uh, he's having a birthday today. Happy birthday, David how, Hasselhoff. How old do you think the Hoff is? <sighs> is he 70? I'm going to say 68. You're real close. I mean, you're almost right on the number. 69, Nick, 69, 69. Uh, that makes Of course, he says. That makes sense. I thought he was going to... He's got to be close to 70, I thought. And sure enough, he is. A mere year away from 70 years I old. I mean, uh, just a, a, an American treasure. Really is. I saw... What did we... We talked about it not too long ago. Like, the Germans are paying him to do something, like, really huge. Oh, he's part of their vaccine rollout. Yeah. Stuff. That's what he got paid a ridiculous amount of money for. So... He's still doing fine. He's still very popular over in Germany. And I would say he's no slouch here in the States either, Big J. Yeah, he's made a little bit of a comeback. Yeah. He made niche stuff here and there. But he's gotten very meta over the years, and that has paid dividends to him. Which is is great. When somebody who's been that, I mean, around the, think about this. Baywatch at one point was the biggest show in the world. Yeah. In yeah. the world. Well, yeah. People love bikinis. And it's slow motion. It's running, yes. Well, also David Hasselhoff is I, a big part of that. I, yeah, but I would argue that David Hasselhoff isn't the biggest selling point for Baywatch to a lot of people that watch. Yeah, but, you know, at the same time, who do you think of? I mean, yeah, there's Pam Anderson and yeah. there's a bunch of, you know, Yes, I mean, please, Nicole Leggert. Yeah. They're past their prime. Well, <laughs> they weren't when Baywatch is on, is my point. That's why you're watching it. Not because of David Hasselhoff. Maybe somebody is. I but was. either way, he, well, I know you are. That goes without saying. Either way, happy birthday to you, sir. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> 
that is Wolfgang Van Halen there. Don't back down. That's how we're going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us. High quality life lesson courtesy of Big J this morning. Thank you very much for that, sir. Reminding you to support as much as you give support from your significant other, which is always nice. We also had a chance to talk to Josh Samzo. Thanks for him for coming on in. And we gave away one of those uh, water kits, didn't we, Big J? Yeah. Via the text line. So congratulations to Gerald, uh, Gerald who ended up winning on the text line that particular uh, item. Hopefully it comes in handy to make your lawn look all sexy. And, of course, if you're looking for good times this weekend, Big J is attached to one of those. He's going to be out this Saturday, 1-3, to three, at the O'Connor Fieldhouse in Caldwell. Four teams, everything indoor super stale. If you're looking for a vehicle, new or used, that's where you need to check it out. They've got a bunch of things. They're stacking on top of each other. Plus, you know, they have a chance for you to get a $500 Costco gift card. No car payments till October. That's three months. So the deals will be fast and furious inside the Caldwell Event Center 1 to 3 this Saturday. That's when Big J is going to be up broadcasting live. And that leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, uh, Dan Aykroyd and his brand Crystal Head Vodka uh, did a poll of Americans. Uh, what what Americans would do for a two-week vacation, Nick. Now, I, I didn't say in here specified if it's like a paid vacation by somebody, but the results are interesting. Nine, uh, let's see, 17% said they'd have their worst selfie published online i've done that already uh give up social media for a year 27 percent, 30 percent. cancel netflix forever wow for an additional two weeks off from yeah. work give up their favorite food 36 percent. take a 10 percent cut to their pay 37 percent did that listen i took a six percent cut a years ago forced upon me by the company mm-hmm. in exchange for a bunch of extra days off not worth it and we never got those back, by the way. No. Uh, giving up celebrating holidays for a year, 38% said that. Now, okay. come on. That's a vacation in itself. Right. Uh, work on every weekend for a year. 43% said they do that. But you're not nuts? really getting a vacation then. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just, you know, moving your time around. Number one, and this is something that professional athletes do all the time, take a bath in ice cold water. That 45%. was the number one. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird survey. You people... I'm guessing that had to be one of the choices, which yeah, is even weird. Take your vacation. Even weirder. Yes, please. Uh, it's I'm out of here. I'll see you in two weeks. I was just talking about vacation. I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking uh, vacation too. I hope so. When? Got to put it in, pal. I got a couple. I got to put in. <laughs> That's right. Uh, either way, use it because it's good for the mental health and other things as well. Hopefully, you get to enjoy some time off this weekend. Uh, Jason Drew's coming in next. We will see you guys on Monday. Have a good one. It's the X Rock.